Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Now, do you ever feel like recruiting great staff or even any staff in the hair and beauty industry just got a hell of a lot harder. So back in my day, maybe I'm about to show my age, but I feel like you could simply put a sign on the door saying, we're hiring, and you'd be speaking to a potential new hire quickly. I think those days are gone. Am I right? Now it seems you've got to search high and wide, pour hundreds of dollars into online ads, get on your knees, offer up your firstborn child, just to get someone to even consider to work for you. And even though you feel like probably there's just no one out there, you know that's not the case. Someone is employing, someone is recruiting because you've got apprentice applications coming out of your ears probably. You just can't seem to attract the right experienced stylist or therapist that you're ultimately looking for. Maybe you couldn't have been more specific in your ad you were looking for senior stylist, therapist, must have five years experience, must be qualified, must be a team player, flexible, able to do weekends, late nights, yada, yada, the list goes on. Ah, so herein lies the problem. In 2023, moving into 24 and beyond, it's simply just not enough to say we're hiring and then list off uh, a long list of must-have skills and attributes because, well, have you noticed that they're thinking it's just not all about you. They're thinking that. Let me put it this way. If you are on a date with some love interest and you spent the entire time talking about yourself, well, I think that wouldn't be such a successful date. Am I right? So just like a good Tinder profile, yes, (laughs) employees are no longer responding to ads that simply talk about you, your needs and the business needs. They're thinking about themselves, let's face it. And what they need right now, and you know what, rightly so, and in that moment that they're looking to change jobs or they're even just scrolling on socials, then they're in their own heads thinking about their own needs, what they want, what their desires are in that moment, right? And the thing about recruitment is it's really, it's a two-way street. Um, A new job needs to be the right fit for both the employee, but the employer also. But historically, we haven't always recognized this as employers and things have changed. And I actually know this because I was a salon owner for 20 years. I've been an employer for 31 years. Yes, that makes me hold. I've lived it, but I've also witnessed that changed. And especially recently, not only as a current employer of a team, but also we work with 100 salons that I currently work with in my programs. And I can tell you as an employer, you need to be pitching yourself just like you would pitch on Shark Tank or Dragon's Den, pitching to investors. It's a little bit like that. Just like you would expect from your potential hire to pitch themselves to you. Because stylists and therapists are looking for more than just a place to work. They're looking for a place to belong, somewhere that lines up with their values, with their goals, 
as a therapist or as a stylist, somewhere that they can grow and they can thrive. And you might think, well, they're being a little precious. This generation is so precious right now. Actually, not only does this approach benefit employers as well, this is your talent pool. This is the future of your talent pool. You've got to get this right. So instead of hiring someone for the right skills, you'll end up hiring someone that's the right culture fit for you, for your team and for your salon. And the way to find that person is with a hiring strategy that pitches your salon to your dream employee. So in this episode of the Salon Owners Collective podcast, I'm going to give you 10 tips that are going to do just that, resulting in applications from not any team member, your dream team member. And I'm going to share a hiring strategy that's going to future-proof your salon from those out-of-the-blue resignations that we can't predict, which, by the way, are coming your way at some point. Sorry, truth bomb. But whether it's tomorrow, whether it's three months or three years from now. Okay, I'm actually super excited about this, so let's get started. Are you ready? Number one. One of 10 hiring tips. So number one is to be always hiring. Now, the first thing I want to talk about when it comes to recruiting new team members, if you're like most business owners and you're probably not thinking about your recruitment strategy until somebody actually has resigned and you have space to fill, because why would you advertise a job in your team if there isn't one going? Totally makes sense. But actually, I'm going to pose to you that this is actually the first place that you're going wrong. Firstly, by hiring someone when you need someone, you're already behind the game. You're behind the eight ball. You're desperate by this stage and you don't have time to wait for the perfect candidate because you've got a seat to fill now. Now, did you know that the average lead time from recruitment ad to the role start date is often more than three months? And if you start once she resigns, then actually you're already behind. And I can already hear you asking, well, what's the alternative, Larissa? It's not like you can hire for a job and put a job out if you don't have one. And to that, I'll say, well, actually, why not? If your recruitment message is that you're always accepting applications, then when you need somebody, you should already have this nice long stacked list of vetted potential applications. And sure, some may have moved on and no longer actively are looking for work, but I bet you some of them are. And if you're struggling to get your head around this way of thinking, maybe you're not actively seeking a new stylist, but you're always accepting expressions of interest. And you're always putting yourself out there to be this great place to work because you never know when you're going to have space to fill, right? And resignations, just like that, can come out of the blue. So why would you sit on your hands? waiting for the inevitable instead of being proactive about that's my question because it's not a matter of if a stylist or therapist is going to quit at some point it's just a matter of when so always hiring and being proactive is something that smart salon owners do because they're growing not because they're desperate because you never know maybe an application's going to land on your lap that's so good that you're willing to make space for her and if you can you should do so. Now, your dream team member doesn't start looking right when you need somebody. That's kind of like asking for miracles to happen, right? She's she's always looking or she's looking, and if you're not always open, you're going to miss out on her. 
Number two, that was a great segue to my second tip, and that is promote yourself. And promote yourself as an employee brand, somewhere where your perfect team member is actually wanting and going to love to work. And this means really introducing your brand in your hiring ads, communicating who you are, why someone should consider working for you. Now, I'm not just talking about a short introduction in a job ad that says, we're fun, we're fast-paced salon with loyal clients situated in the CBD, offering a competitive salary and attractive benefits. Well, anybody can write that. And you're going to have to do a lot better than that in this environment to catch the attention of your dream team member. You're going to want something that's going to stand out. So let's dive into this just a little bit deeper. You say you're fun. Well, what makes you fun? Why not include some behind-the-scenes photos, images of your team? Uh, visually communicate what would it actually look like to work in your salon. So you say you've got great clients. Well, prove it. Include some testimonials from your clients, long-standing um, clients who love you, who have been with you for years. And if you've got benefits, great. List them. Sell yourself. Sell your salon. Sell the work lifestyle of a new team member. What could they actually have if they choose to join you? Great coffee. Is there a good shop next door? Tell them. Or better yet, show them. All right. Let's talk about number three. Communicating who you are, your mission, and your vision. Now that you have sold what life behind the scenes looks like in your salon, you need to go a little bit deeper. It's one thing to have fun, have a friendly, supportive workplace, but employees are looking for more than that, I believe. They're looking for purpose and a future that aligns with their values. So I think this is why you need to communicate who you are, your brand is, your mission, your vision why you're here in the first place, right? Because if an employee connects with that vision, then they'll see you, your brand, inside of their future. And this is how you'll get them to stay for the long term. People will leave you when they run out of future with you. At the end of the day, that's what they're looking for, right? This is what you're looking for. Great team members who get it, who will stick around for the long term. Now, just remember, A players work for A-grade salons. All right, you're ready for number four. Number four is date your potential employee. Okay, now that you've introduced yourself and you've introduced what the brand is all about, it's time to start thinking about who your dream team member actually is. Think about your job as a dating profile. Back to Tinder, yes. <laughs> Obviously, you've got to give your love interests some insights into who you are. But you've also got to think about her or him, or they, and what they are looking for when she's looking at your profile. This is when it's not really about you anymore. Sorry, <laughs> it's all about them, their needs, what their wants and desires are, and what makes you a good fit for her. Think about what she's looking for in that moment. Career progression, benefits, a good culture. Speak to these things in your job ad. Make sure that when she sees you, she sees what she's been looking for. Something that I think is super important to remember is that diamonds are made. Diamonds are not born, you know, and how to communicate who you're looking for, not what you're looking for. It's the who, not the what. 
because part of that is up to you. You don't hire skill. You teach skill. So this is what I'm saying. You can teach skill, but you can't teach personality or character. And this is so true. You can hire someone who's the most developed skills that could be the completely wrong person and character for your sale on your brand. And then there's no changing them. You can't change character. But the right person, the right culture, the right character will pick up whatever skills or systems and processes that you need her to as long as you have those systems and processes in place and to nurture her and turn her into the diamond that you've actually been looking for. By the way, I so agree with this. Diamonds are absolutely made, not born. Oh, <laughs> sorry for the interruption. Let me introduce myself. I'm Greta, one of the success coaches here in Salon Mastery. I just wanted to jump in here and say that if you're struggling with finding and retaining great team members in your salon, well, firstly, you're not alone. This is such a hot topic with a lot of salon owners that I work with every day. But with the help of Salon Mastery, I've worked with salon owners who arrived in our program feeling hopeless and defeated. Implement a hiring strategy that has enabled them to build up their team with amazing stylists to the point where they can not only step off the salon floor, finally, but they no longer lay awake at night thinking about the next resignation that might land on their lap and how they're really going to survive it. But it's more than that. Salon Mastery is an incredible community of salon owners, coaches, and industry professionals helping you to achieve your ultimate goal or more freedom and more profit and hiring a rockstar team that is just one part of the puzzle. So if you're keen to learn more, head to the show notes of this episode. You can even skip the line and jump straight into the strategy call to find out how Salon Mastery or the Momentum program actually can help you. Okay, okay, enough from me. Let's get back to the episode. Hello again. So let's dive into number five, communicate your team culture. So this brings me to one of my favorite topics, team culture. Um, I'm very determined about this topic actually, because when it comes to business, your most important asset is your team. And without a strong team, you simply can't run your business. And that's why it's so important to invest in culture and well-being of your humans. And as you know, I'm not talking about pizza nights or coffee shouts or an awesome Christmas party. All those things are cool and they're fun and they're important. <laughs> Actually talking about what do you do to cultivate a healthy and supportive culture within your salon? So I guess I'm talking about personal and professional well-being what opportunities do you provide for professional development what wellness-based benefits do you offer do you communicate the importance of physical or mental well-being to your team members what does a great culture look like inside of your salon and how do you communicate that with your written hiring message or video or however but the main thing is how do you communicate that Remember, your employees are looking for more than just a job. They'll also be looking for these details to decide whether it's a good fit for them. Make sense? All right, let's dive into number six. And number six is don't be vague, be very specific. Now, what I mean by this is be so specific in your message that your dream employee has no choice but to listen and pay attention. So let me give you an example. 
you're not looking for a stylist, you're looking for a passionate, dedicated senior stylist, or maybe you're looking for a keen apprentice stylist. Please put some spice into your language. And don't leave it up to them to guess whether this is the right role for them. Any room for confusion or guesswork or uncertainty could be the difference between them applying for the role with you or not, as the case may be. You should be specific about things like flexible hours, career growth opportunities. I think tell them the wage or the salary, not what they're going to get on starting date, but their future potential. Where are they going with this? Focus on the direction of the goal, not just on day one. Yeah, I think put it out there. Is your role suited to a working mum? Are there any educational opportunities? Be specific. And they don't know unless you tell them. This could be the difference between them applying for the role or not. Please don't write full or part-time. Anything is possible. I think it's vague and it gives off the wrong vibe. Another thing I want you to be specific about your salon is your salon's speciality. This is really going to speak to your perfect hire or not, as the case may be. So for example, maybe you're looking for a senior colorist who loves creating seamless balayage blends and lived-in blondes. So let's be specific about the role and the type of person and vibe that you're looking for. And this is going to help your salon stand out amongst all the other salons who are also looking and just posting, just hiring. Okay. Let's talk about number seven. Make it easy to connect with you. Okay, now that we've got down to your message and we've got that down pat, it's time to think a little bit about the next step. We call this the call to action. Basically what this means is what you're asking your potential employee to do now that they've read the ad and they've decided that they want to apply. If she's interested, how does she do that? Is she interested in applying or does she just want to learn more? So my question to you is how many hoops does she need to jump through before she can actually talk to you about the role? How many steps between the job, ad, and knowing the details of the role and actually getting into a conversation with you? If she needs to fill out an online application, attach a CV, attach a cover letter, submit a portfolio, then wait to be shortlisted, well, there's a lot of barriers between when she comes across your ad and peaks her interest and when she can actually get to speak directly to you about the role and whether or not it's a good fit for her. So what you need to do is make sure that you make it super easy to connect with you. You'll still do the due diligence, of course, in the application process, but make sure that the ad also includes a link to connect with you directly so she can ask any questions or just start a conversation because one small un answered question about what it might look like to work from you could be the thing that stops her from submitting an application. So whether she sees your hiring message, whether she sees it on Seek, Instagram, Indeed, on an Instagram story, maybe on Facebook, let's make it super clear how you want her to connect with you. Maybe an option to just chat with you directly and start a conversation. In confidence, of course. All right, number eight, strategic message placements post where she lives 
Right, now that you've finalized the perfect hiring message, where are you going to put it? So are you going to put it on Trade Me, on Seat, Indeed, ready for your dream team member to come across it? And if and when she's ready and actively looking for a role, provided that it meets her search criteria, of course, salary, hours, location, etc. Well, I think no, I think this is wrong. Actually, I think you need to channel your dream stylist um, and you need to be posting about your message in all of the places where she hangs out. Maybe it is Facebook or she's a little bit younger. It could be Instagram or TikTok. Think about how does she, your ideal employee, how does she spend her day? Is she a morning person? Is she a night owl? Does she spend, where does she spend her weekends? Does she go out on a Saturday night? Does she do sports? Does she do school runs for her kids on a Saturday morning? So I want you to take all of this into consideration when you're deciding where and how you're going to attempt to get your message in front of their eyeballs. Because if you're posting at 3 p.m. on a Thursday afternoon and you kind of know that your ideal employee is probably a mum, she's probably picking up kids from school, there's a smaller chance that she's going to run into your message. Make sense? Number nine is to test your message and get creative and stand out. So number nine is where we're going to have a little bit of fun. So I want you to test your message constantly. Try different things. See what sticks. This is when you want to make um, your ads or your messaging stand out from the crowds. And so try a little bit of humor into your hiring strategy, maybe with some fun reels. Uh, maybe five reasons you don't want to work for us. Do you think that is going to get some attention? Like you could make number one, you'll make too many great friends and you won't need any more friends. This is kind of fun, right? Number two, you're constantly learning and upskilling. Oh, how exhausting. <laughs> number three, you'll spend way too much at our amazing cafe that's right next door. So you get the vibe. Have a little bit of fun. Do something a little bit different. My point is steps outside of the box. Don't just do what everybody else is doing because that's not going to make you stand out. She's not going to pay attention and she'll just scroll on by. All right, last but not least, and that is rally the troops. A new hire really does impact the whole team. So why don't you get your whole team involved in the hiring process? Implement an incentive for your team to become an ambassador for your salon, whether it's a finder's fee or hiring bonus or something I don't know, get a little bit creative. And again, make it easy for them to help you. Create a template or a script that they can use to send out to all of their friends. And if they refer somebody who turns out to be successful, of course, maybe they get rewarded. It doesn't have to be a monetary reward either. Think about what is it that your team actually values. Maybe the reward is some time off even. Maybe it's a group effort and the reward is a team bonding activity. Maybe your new team member, uh, if you find a new team member, maybe you'll go to Movie World or go to the movies and spend a day. I don't know. Whatever that they're into, you could do something. You know your team and uh, you probably know better how to get them on board. I think, though, this is going to encourage um, your current team to go out and hunt for you or with you and find someone who they know is going to be a good team culture fit. I think this is really important when it comes to building a strong team that are going to work together, that you find the right people. <sighs> okay, well, that are the 10 things. That is it, 10 tips that will absolutely 
transform your hiring strategy. And I know from experience, flood your inbox with applications for your, not just anybody, but your dream team members. And you notice that most of these tips have one thing in common. They're all about changing your mindset to be thinking about what your employee, your future employee is looking for rather than just what you're looking for. I think that's the big distinction. And a really good way to make sure that you're doing this is by implementing what we call you language. Whether you're writing a hiring message or you're, uh, you want to make sure whenever you're writing a hiring message, you want to make sure that you're speaking directly to your future employee and do a quick audit. Go and look at what you already have and make sure that your message is primarily about you as in them, not you. <laughs> so you want to say when you're writing to them, you're a passionate junior stylist looking to join a supportive team who will help you reach your next steps in your career. You're making it about them rather than we are looking for an up-and-coming stylist who's hardworking and we need someone who can work Saturdays and we, 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 we all over ourselves. And so I want you to flip it, flip the script, make it you language. Right, there you go. There's a little bonus tip from me. Now that you're ready to implement these changes and create a hiring strategy that will strengthen your team, protect your salon's future from resignations, well, let's chat. Maybe let's make a plan. Maybe Salon Mastery or even the Momentum Program is the right fit for you. Reach out. Let's have a chat. Tell me about your salon, your team, your goals and aspirations. Let me see where I can help. You can find the chat with me on the show notes of this episode. Until then, catch you same time, same place on the podcast. Ciao for now.